This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Sabah al-khair and welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Get ready because I'm about to take you on an extraordinary culinary journey at Al Bayt Hotel Resort and Spa with their rock star executive chef, Ashish Deva. We talk his inspirations, mouth-watering delights that engage all of your senses, plus desserts that are both exciting and surprising. You do not want to miss it. All of that and more is next right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Pulse 95 music. We've got it covered. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Here at the heart of Sharjah, where Islamic heritage meets an inspiring contemporary scene, GHM has converted a collection of historic manor houses into Al Bayt Sharjah, a 53-key Emirati luxury hotel that delivers bespoke services where beauty, unparalleled hospitality and a sense of home become inseparable. A jewel of the Emirates, Sharjah is GHM's newest destination for the ultimate luxury escape that transports you back in time. Meaning the home Al Bayt Hotel in Sharjah is nestled at the center of the UAE's vibrant landscape with convenient access to all of the wonders that the glittering Emirate of Sharjah has to offer. Striking the perfect balance between the best of modern comforts with echoes of the old world, Al Bayt Hotel is the cornerstone of an ambitious restoration and conversion project of these historic manor houses, which was undertaken as part of the cultural renaissance that has swept Sharjah. At Al Bayt, innovation and attention to detail elevate every experience, including its first-class dining that features traditional and international cuisine, all helmed by executive chef Ashish Deva. Chef Ashish brings a daring and rich multicultural palette inspired by his work throughout the world, including India, Asia, Italy and Australia. It's what has allowed him to create delightfully unexpected dishes that engage and delight all of the senses at once. Think a white asparagus, charcoal, poached duck, egg and gold. 24-hour braised camel, Melt in your mouth, lamb rogan josh, kangaroo katsu, sea bass with scrambled eggs, passion fruit, and calabri chips, calabri chips, and a deconstructed pina colada that you don't drink but that you enjoy as a dessert. So I started by asking Chef Ashish about his inspiration for the international menu. Chef Ashish, great to be here at your restaurant at Albeit Hotel. It's a pleasure having you. It's a pleasure having you and great to see you here. Thank you so I much. I hope you like it as much as uh, we all love the resort. This is just incredibly beautiful just walking in already. 
Okay. We're about to have the food as well. We're going to start talking about that as soon as we start tasting. Certainly will. But you've been with Al Bayt Hotel since the very beginning. Correct. Actually, even before we were sort of ready to open, we all came here about seven, eight months before. Uh, designing things, deciding the directions, uh, the food scene, the way we want to go about it kind of putting our heads together and realizing which direction we want to take because uh, frankly speaking there are so many restaurants uh, and uh, hotels in Dubai and UAE it's a little bit difficult to stand out and be different mm-hmm. so we spent a, quite a bit of time along with the team to sort of focus and find out that niche which is missing yeah talk to us about the inspiration behind the menu what you were thinking okay you were thinking this has got to be unique this has got to be completely niche as you say correct so what was the inspiration because you know there is the the market and then there's the art behind the food Uh, the idea was since we are in this heritage area and we are a heritage hotel the idea was to bring some heritage in the sense that get some things that are forgotten some Mm -hmm. flavors that are kind of uh, mama used to cook or grandma used to cook and uh, nowadays because of the fast pace of the life and uh, we being busy and things like that uh, it's kind of forgotten because maybe it takes time to cook maybe it takes uh, uh, time to get those in right ingredients Mm -hmm. in the right way maybe they are not available in September when you would like to eat it Mm -hmm. but uh, considering now we being global it is possible Every, everything is available right yeah so uh, the idea was to get that heritage kind of feel the idea was to get the fun element back in food you know not not just eating it has to be an experience it it, it has to be like uh, I want them to remember the first time when they used to go by with their parents as kids for that ice cream and when they got the ice cream how they felt yeah. that has to be the feeling of I, I don't know how to put it in words. So the, ice, the, the It can be the really simple soft serve ice cream in a cone, which was at that time not used to be waffle cone. It used to be that biscuit kind of cone. But that ice cream, the feeling, I still remember. And, and that, it's the joy. It's, the, it's like it's that simple sheer pleasure. pleasure of, uh, oh, I got ice cream. Yeah, look at and that just, vanilla ice cream. You know? It is amazing, right? It is, it is. And you can't forget it. You never forget you it. Will you will come back forget. to that feeling. It will. it will come back to that feeling. It will always be embedded in your mind as how you felt. Yeah. It is, I think, I don't know, I can be wrong, but it is impossible to put it in words. But every person relates to it. I'm taking ice cream because that's what I remember. But other people can remember something else that they went for. Yeah. Well, with that philosophy, I can't wait to try the food now. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. Let's get on with it. Is this brittle? It is mm-hmm. a brittle, which mm-hmm. is very local. Oh, lovely. It with is, pistachio uh, and sesame. And saffron. And saffron. Yeah. That looks pretty already. Correct. Like it looks pretty before you even put it in your mouth. Like in, uh, normally you go to a hotel mm. and uh, with the coffee and things, they That's will gorgeous. give you a biscotti or a cookie or a piece of cookie. I like this so much more. Yeah, this is very local. All the flavors are very local. This reminds me of what we had when we were little. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The sugar the mm. with the cashew or peanuts. With sesame. Mm. Yeah, with sesame, exactly. cashew, peanuts. We, mm. we used to love it. Oh, I love that. And thankfully it's very thin, so... It's not too much sugar. It, yeah. 
the gorgeous, delightful, brittle uh, after that, I was introduced to a sweet surprise. Of course, uh, at El Bait Hotel, Chef Ashish only uses the finest ingredients. So it goes without saying that they only use Valrhona chocolate in their desserts. So upon arrival, guests actually are presented uh, with something rather gorgeous, this uh, beautiful, refreshing lavender and silver drink and a chocolate travel ball that I'm instructed to take in all in one bite. And I tell you what, you get fireworks. I'm going to leave it up to you to get to the hotel and make sure that you try it. But it's incredible. Next, I'm presented with the first course, uh, which is why asparagus with charcoal dust and uh, balsamic pearls, nasturtium and poached duck egg. It looks like an artwork on the plate and it features gold leaf as well. So I asked Chef Ashes about it. So in the dish that we just had, there's um, gold, there's 24 karat gold Correct. in the dish. So is there, I've always wondered about this, is there a benefit to actually eating gold? Apart from, uh, you know, looking good and getting that oomph factor in the dish, it also has a value because uh, it is supposed to gather all the negative ions energy from your body when you eat it and kind of helps you in detox. Really? Yes. This is part part of the Ayurveda? Part of the olden traditional medicinal because uh, in Ayurveda also you'll find quite a few medicines using gold dust or gold leaf or some kind of gold incorporated in the in the mixture that they make because you always think okay it looks beautiful it looks very luxurious but okay. does it have a benefit and it does no, it does it does actually wow. have benefits wow. uh, of uh, helping you detox your body of negative ions so to say love it well that was delicious pleasure pleasure so in that we're, we're so we are ready for the next one we are absolutely ready for the next one perfect coming up i sample chef ashish's glorious lamb rogan josh and Order a pina colada that I can't actually drink. That's next. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to the Life Beats Al Bait Hotel Resort and Spa Special, where I explore some of Executive Chef Ashish's creations at the restaurant. The main course arrives, and it is a stunning lamb shank Rogan Josh with onion, tomato, spices, and papad chiffonade. Now, as you will see, it was hard to talk after tasting the flavorful melt-in-your-mouth lamb. He tells me about the seductively layered flavors of this dish, as well as some of the more unusual ingredients on the menu. We're going to try and resume the conversation (laughs) about the lamb. Um, this is amazing. This is the lamb shank, your lamb rogan josh. Lamb shank rogan josh, certainly it is. This is kind of like a signature dish for you, sort of. Uh, I actually don't like calling a signature dish. It's like uh, from the menu of my children, you want to choose one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what, uh, it's a small, a small interesting story behind this dish being on the menu. I, I wanted to change this dish and when Patrick and uh, we were going to get Patrick, our GM, uh, we were going together on the menu and he said, no, 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 you need to put the lamb. And I was like, no, 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 Patrick, let's try the another lamb. So he was so insistent about this lamb and he said, okay, do one thing, both, both the, make both the lambs mm-hmm. and we try it with the team. 
Yeah, okay, let the team choose. I said, okay, fine. So we made uh, two different types of lamb. One was this, and of course, the since this is on the menu, the other one lost. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know, this is um, Rogan Josh is is rich. You know, it has it that richness in it, but the the flavors are also delicate, and then they develop in your mouth. Exactly. It it uh, it is a layered flavors. It's not a single combined flavor like. Uh, most of the curries it uh, it develops in layer by layer you can taste first things first then second things and then suddenly the third thing comes up and it it's like an orchestra right? you get exactly you get the sweetness coming through first the Correct. richness of the tomato and the spices and then and then the blast chili. of the chili Correct. wow it's like uh, like i said any orchestra you know one one uh, starts playing then the other joins in the third joins in and then suddenly you have the full orchestra playing for you it is beautiful it is amazing and the the lamb has been cooked for eight hours it was very slow and uh, in the curry itself you don't need a knife for this you can just literally just eat it with a spoon exactly that's, how that's soft the whole it is. idea it, it has to cut like butter it does it cuts just like butter you have the fresh hot naan that goes with it yes it does and uh, the naan here is with uh, black sesame and coriander which again gets gives you another layer of flavor coming to your uh, indian uh, rogan josh it's so pretty to look at and then it's just a gorgeous experience to have great to hear that yeah great to hear. absolutely it's a gorgeous hearty meal thank you so much patrick earlier was was talking about how everything here is just baked fresh. The, the How many types of bread do you have? We have about uh, eight different types of breads for the mm -hmm. day, uh, apart from the breakfast bakery, of course, which is baked again in-house. Uh, we believe in uh, something which is called, if it is made here, we can be 100% sure about the quality, otherwise not. Mm. So uh, we do not buy any processed uh, products. Nothing. We buy so ingredients. Done here. It's all done here. Beautiful. It's all done here under the supervision of people which we have uh, and as per our standard so uh, because you have to understand a lot of thought a lot of training a lot of uh, uh, sort of uh, understanding with each other has gone into putting these things together right and uh, we have come to a standard which we we all agree it's mm. not it's not only my menu here it's not uh, okay. He's the chef. He decides the menu. He decides the standard. It's 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 a combined team effort. So, yeah. uh, it's it's like house. You know, mm -hmm. either the food is good or food is not good. Mm -hmm. But it has to be decided by the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're coming to my, to my home, and uh, uh, you know, like. Uh, you will go and say, okay, you know, you make that pie great. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you make this pie when the cousins are yeah. here? It's it's that way. Talk to us about some of the um, the most unusual ingredients that you have within your menu. Oh, we have uh, kangaroo here. We have uh, camel. Again, like we were discussing about uh, forgotten meats, right? You don't really see camel meat somewhere. It is indigenous to this region. People here used to eat it, and now they have forgotten. So we have camel on the uh, menu. Uh, we have truffles. How do, you, how do you prepare it? Talk to me about how you prepare That's it. That's another story about uh, it being braised for 24 hours. Wow. We marinate it for about six hours and then braise it for 24 hours. You marinate it for six and braise, braise it, for it for 24, 24 hours. hours. Wow. And uh, like butter, it just incredible. Shreds. It just melts there. And we serve the camel with the uh, albed style of yeah. uh, filo dough and burrata and yeah. uh, muhammara, which is very local. Beautiful. 
That's amazing. And the kangaroo, how do you prepare that? Kangaroo is uh, prepared a style in a style called katsu, which is this crumb, uh, crumbed and crisp fried. So, if you would say it is. Uh, is that originally it's Asian? Asian. It's Japanese. Yes. Interesting. Okay. How did you think to put kangaroo in a very Japanese, traditional Japanese style? Like we said, do we question the norms? Uh, you have braided kangaroo down in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not katsu style, that's about it. Uh, what is katsu style is uh, just for it to ease uh, being cooked in deep frying uh, method, which is very fast and very quick. So kangaroo being a very lean meat, it, 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 it really doesn't take very well to deep being deep fried as you would do a breaded chicken for example well let's do one thing let's wait for the kangaroo katsu later and let's try this pina colada <laughs> okay. which of course is not a, not the drink as you would perceive a pina colada to be i was going to say you said a pina colada i was expecting a drink <laughs> correct and All here right. what we have is our dessert called pina colada with coconut smoke oh wow look at that immediate effect and it is so beautiful it's like deconstructed on the plate. Exactly. All right. Okay. We're going to dig into this pina colada. Let's dig in and we discuss Let's later. see. Let's see what we have here. Coming up next, we have to talk about the dessert because Chef Ashes really has just taken it to a whole new level. That's next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to the Life Beats Elevate Hotel Culinary Special where Executive Chef Ashish Deva is taking me through his exciting menu at the Elevate restaurant. And now, of course, it is time for dessert, but it's definitely not what I expected. Oh my God. You said pina colada. We were going to have pina colada and I thought a drink was going to come. Correct, you're in charge. Huh? How do you expect a pina colada to come here? <laughs> in a completely different way, apparently. Exactly. Deconstructed. A pina colada is not only a drink, it's the flavors that we are talking about. Yes. And that's the whole experience. You say pina colada and everybody expects a drink in a big old glass coming mm. in with a maybe umbrella pink colored on top. Uh, yeah, but that's the pina colada that Albert serves. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. All of the different flavors come together on the plate. Talk us through um, what was uh, on the plate. Like there is this uh, pineapple cream patissier, Mm -hmm. first of all, uh, to have a base. And this is, this acts like a glue for everything to come together. All right. Then you have the fresh pineapple, which is caramelized uh, a la minute on order. And then you have the coconut sorbet, which comes in. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, we use the shiso cress, which gives this a little bit of tanginess to your tongue. Mm -hmm. And to combine everything and bring it a full rounded flavor is the coconut smoke. I love that. As soon as you take the lid off, you get the coconut smoke smoke coming through. Right. Uh, You know, the food... uh, Food has to be experienced. It's not only a meal. It's 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 not just lunch that you're going for. It is an experience. It has to be at at a level and at which we are serving in our restaurants. It has to be an experience. Otherwise, uh, you might as well go to a quick service restaurant uh, outlets to have have a quick bite. Here, the food has to like we like we would say. You know, it's like a very good playing TV series. It has to have drama. It has to have suspense. It has to have action. 
Yes. That's the experience that you should get with the food. Yes. And it should be unforgettable. Unforgettable. And bring you back for 100%, more. 100%. 100%. You should, in a sense, in let's say, over the period of trying about two, three times, you should have your favorite dish at Albayt, which yeah. you would like to come back for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying everybody would love all the dishes, but I'm pretty sure with the kind of extensive menu that we have, everybody would find that one particular dish that they will crave for and that they will come back and will have to try only at Albayt. You're also known for your plating you're, because, you know, the, just like the pina colada, you know, the way right. that you bring the ingredients together in something that would sound very ordinary, like right. a carrot cake, for example. Right. That's not what you do. Right. Uh, I like surprises. I like you to think some well, one way and I like you to be wowed by what comes and you should be able to think in your mind and say, that's not how I expected, but you know what? That's better than expected. Yes. That's my aim to provide in food. Yeah, because you eat with your eyes first. Exactly, and, and there is no way, well, okay, you know, a cheesecake, we have cheesecake, but uh, you'll be surprised by the way, how it comes. We have carrot cake, yes. Mm. Uh, we have pina colada, you will experience it by yourself, and uh, I, I believe uh, looking at your expression, you liked what it you It was saw. amazing. It was really, really beautiful. Gorgeously presented, really delicious. I loved it. Right. For sure. And it's like, you know, it's that multi-layered experience where it's not just, it's one thing and you're done. That is the whole idea about creating a cuisine, creating your own mark is, has to be, it has to speak to you. Yeah. It cannot be just mix and match of uh, a few flavors from here, a few essences from there, a few smells from there. It cannot be a mix and match. It has to speak to you as your own. We have to talk about the fact that um, you put Valrhona chocolate in everything that has chocolate here well not everything but almost things, everything the thing that belongs to chocolate yes yes and 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 talk to us why is that important uh if it is chocolate it has to speak chocolate and there's nothing better than valorana chocolate which says chocolate yes you know uh, frankly speaking i actually don't like so much of chocolate <laughs> i am one of those guys who is not but if I'm eating chocolate, I would rather eat the best possible of chocolate. Of course. So that is the best possible chocolate, which says chocolate. And there's, um, I just had the the profiterol. The it's profiterole. not right. a profiterol. It's a, the profiterol because exactly. the the, um, the general manager here, Patrick, is just he it's is his thing. No, it's not only his thing. He's so passionate about food. So passionate. Uh, and, and and you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a general manager of a hotel talk as passionately as he does about that thin gentleman yes yeah i know (laughs) i mean you would expect with so much of passion about food you would expect a a fairly large person uh but uh he is very passionate about food and he's uh, he's got a fnb through and through in his fnb is in his blood kind of thing he knows the best food in the world he knows the best he strives to get it better than that and uh, kind of pushes us to perform where we hold ourselves back. The profiterol kind of embodies all of that. Oh, so yes. tell us why that that profiterol is so special. Uh, it took about uh, eight, nine shots on making the, the shoe right. 
the shoe is the casing of the profit the pastry yeah uh, so it took about eight or nine shots at getting the shoe right then it took about five times that we had to bake it at different temperature and treat it and cure it at different temp uh, timings to get the texture right uh, then of course you know comes the ice cream then comes the sauce the sauce temperature has to be right it took about five times to plate it up the wow. simple profit roll with uh, ice cream and chocolate sauce on top now uh, uh, plating reminds me of another thing uh, you know there is a dish which we later realized we plated about 22 times before we got it right 23 23 and they clarify it was 23 right. 23 <laughs> right uh, because uh, it's not that uh, we are uh, not people who are no, used to not plating and this is the first time we are trying but it's just that perfection perfection and the the, the, the plate has to speak to us yeah. it we ha you have to say yes that's the perfect one they really truly have achieved something magnificent and that profiterole Oh, it was just completely encased in that Valrona chocolate sauce. Absolutely incredible. Uh, coming up next, if you are a chocolate fan, then Alvet Hotel has the ultimate, the ultimate chocolate dessert. We are going to take you inside Chef Ashish's chocolate garden. You do not want to miss it. That's coming up next right here on Life Beats. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. It is Life Beats here on Pulse 95, and I'm getting a special behind the scenes look at the extraordinary food at the Albait Hotel Resort and Spa Restaurant with executive chef Ashish, who's about to take us through. The ultimate chocolate lover's dessert. This right. is the most expensive dessert in the UAE. The most expensive dessert in the UAE. Okay, talk Wait. us through this. There's a chocolate garden. All right. It is like most of the things here. It's not just a plate of chocolate that is getting served to you and we calling it the most expensive dessert. It is actually, uh, if I would say, chocolate overdose. It is a... It, it has about 4 kg of total chocolate going on that table. So hang on, this is not 4 kgs in one plate. It is 4 <laughs> kgs for two people. <laughs> 4 kgs for two people. Right. Whoa. And it's got the mousses, it's got the soils, it's got the pebbles, it's got the garnishes, it's got the houses, it's got the Lego crystals, it's the got whole thing. the, the uh, meringues, it's got the mushrooms. It is, a, it is an experience. It is not something of a desert which you finish up as ending of a meal uh, within, let's say, 10 minutes and you say, wow, that was a nice desert. It is something that you relish for about an hour. You sit and you just you really... And you eat chocolate and you And you come back to it and then and you chat a bit and then you come... <laughs> so How did you come up with hours? that? Uh, yeah, like I said, I love chocolate so much, right? <laughs> Exactly. How did you come up with it? Amazing. No, like it. I think it is beneficial for me that I'm not so keen on chocolate. And then if I have to devise something for a chocolate, because let's face it, uh, the 90% of the world loves it, right? Mm. So if I have to devise, I have to start thinking on if I were to eat chocolate, how would I eat it? Mm -hmm. And that's how I would eat it. In a really creative way. In a really creative way, in a way in which it every element on that glass 
of the experience of the bomb of the mushrooms of the marshmallows of the meringues of the macarons everything speaks to me of chocolate yeah and yeah. everything kind of combines everything together uh, and says chocolate if you want chocolate that is chocolate but it's different layers of flavor it's different textures there are about uh, eight or nine textures in the chocolate created mm. there are different flavors there are all three and three types of chocolate mm. or different level and percentages of chocolate used for different reasons uh, like the mousses are made with some of the bitterest chocolate that you can say think of the soil is made of a much lighter chocolate and it's very soil sandy like in texture uh, the macarons are made with the uh, cocoa pure cocoa so things like so on and so forth i love that it's amazing yeah and then uh, of course the fun element like always uh, for that i would say people are invited to come to Albert and try it. It has to be in there. And that's the great thing about it. It's not just innovative. It's not just interesting and it's visual and it's beautiful and it's an artwork, but it is fun. Exactly. Because you have to realize one thing, the the most fun people have eating chocolate are the kids. Yes. <laughs> Because frankly true. speaking they don't care if their whole face is covered with chocolate, their <laughs> hands are covered with chocolate, they enjoy it. They really relish it. Yeah. So we have brought in a little bit of child like curiosity and fun element to this chocolate garden that we have that uh, kind of uh, entices people to try it. That gives you that feeling because you got to have the fun to have the joy. I want people to just go look at it when uh, once it's ready and once the whole uh, drama and action thing has happened they, i want the people to go oh goody goody let's try you know <laughs> and and you do for sure that's amazing <laughs> So much fun with Chef Ashish. She's really a rock star. Something uh, else uh, that's ambitious and exciting on the menu is the drinks. And here, Aura Chavez, uh, the assistant uh, food and beverage manager, takes me through their selection. Hearing um, a chef talking about the food, we didn't want to fall behind in terms of drinks, right? So... We wanted to take the opportunity that Albeit is a dry hotel to take it to the next level and to make it exciting for our guests. So, as same as the as the menu creation, we had a list of of uh, plenty of recipes that we had to try in the bar before we opened the the hotel, and we experimented with different ingredients, different syrups, um, different presentations, and we went back and forth until we. we created the menu as you can um, glance it's super extensive it has uh, soda creations it has iced teas it has coffees it has inspired drinks which are our own um, creations um, in terms of presentation we have all the range of glassware that you can imagine we have uh, champagne flute we have martini glasses we have brandy glasses we have uh, shooters um so it's is not the typical um like anything we do in albeit it's not the typical way that you will find somewhere else right um so we we were really um meticulous in terms of garnish and presentation we were involving our um kitchen team as well so we had input from them uh, in terms of uh, uh, uh drying our garnishes and then uh, incorporating uh, those ingredients in our drinks beautiful so yeah talk to me about the inspired drinks first of all who came up with these they inspired well it was a team effort wow. it was a team effort um uh 
we had back then in the days when we were creating the menu um, so we came uh, I came in May so almost a year ago and uh, Patrick went like okay you have to make the, the menu right you have to make a drinks menu the chef ashish and I was like okay let's 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 do something right and we there is a trend on on the on the beverage um, that is also incorporating food especially in garnishes okay popcorn and this kind of things so we were uh, brainstorming and then we listed so as I said to you we had the list of so many things we tried some it was not good at all uh, we had it all on paper and we had also the drawings so in which glass I imagine this drink will go with which garnish and then when it came to the preparation time it was like okay it's not it's not happening you know it's not good it's not working let's change so the same way till we reduce the the list to this so we chose basically um, the best of the of the selection and the ones that we um, wanted to put on the menu that suited the rest of the of the of the drink list and this is how we came with the inspired drink so you have a lot of um, magic happening for instance the drink that you had at the beginning with the lavender with, ha with that has the pearl powder and it uh, is sparkling then you have something smoked as well so it's got um, grapefruit juice lemon juice lavender syrup Raspberry, raspberry, blue curacao, and then pearl powder and soda. What is curacao? Uh, curacao is a tropical um, syrup, uh, which gives basically the color of the blue. Mm. Yeah, but then here when it's mixed with the raspberry and when it's mixed with the other ingredients, it gives you the uh, purple color. In, mm. It was actually a, a story on, on this drink. So we had it right, and we were in the in the main bar mixing the things, and then um, Patrick came, and then we were like, okay, what about this? And then he was he wasn't really convinced, so he was like, well, no, I don't think we should try it. So I was with one of my of my uh, team leaders, Bea, and I was like, you know what? Let's let's still try it. So we stayed back. Patrick left that time. We stayed back, and we were mixing the the quantities because the color wasn't coming right. So we were mixing the quantities, and we were mixing the flavor because also the flavor was not balanced mm -hmm. it was either too sweet or like no taste so we were we were playing with it until we came with to the right amount right so then we'll call Patrick back and it's like you see look try 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 and, like, <laughs> and now you see it it's is like wow. a, one of the stars of the of the menu this is this is what you actually serve people when they arrive Yes, yes. And this it's is what, just divine. Yeah, exactly. This is what we offer to our guests who are check, upon checking upon check in. And then, um, yeah, so we have our main uh, uh, dining venue that serves the, the, all of the drinks is the cafe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then on each restaurant, we have selected the ones that um, go better with the food. Orchid spice sounds interesting. Oh, orchid spice is that. one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. So orchid spice, it comes in a martini, in a martini glass. So it can be the equivalent to an apple tini. Yeah. But here we make it with orchid, orchid syrup, apple juice, and the garnish also comes with the uh, lemongrass stick. 
Something else uh, that is going to be also open at the Elevator Hotel restaurant soon is their incredible fire pit. I got to uh, see the fire pit that they are setting up there as well. They're going to be roasting, grilling, doing all sorts of incredible things there as well. Everything, it's so big. It can even um, roast camel there. So um, they're doing amazing things uh, at the Elevator Hotel restaurant. A big thank you to the team. Uh, to Chef Ashish, uh, to Aura, to Patrick, to Aga, everybody who was there, um, who welcomed me through. And really, you know, everybody uh, gets the same welcome. It is, of course, welcome home to El Beit Hotel. I loved it so much. Incredible food. Great work from everybody there. Um, definitely so much to check out there. But if you missed uh, any part of this special, you can go back to the podcast and uh, listen Listen through again for some inspiration for when you go through to Alvate Hotel. Uh, let me know how it goes. I would love to hear all about it. Uh, do text me through here on Life Beats. That is it for us today on Life Beats and in fact for the week. And we're going to be back with you again next week from 10 a.m. on Sunday. Have a fantastic weekend and see you then. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.